Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll help you remember the passion you had for life and remind you why you had so much conviction to change the world when you were younger. I also had the privilege of interviewing Kimberly Aria Peterson and Christina Namey, who are co-founders of Pretty Penny Films. In today's episode, you hear how this female-owned production company was created and how it is a pioneer in sharing stories with diverse and underrepresented characters. I also had the honor of interviewing both of these amazing people on separate occasions. To hear their powerful stories, go to James jamesmillerlifeology.com, or if you're listening on a podcast platform, look at the show notes in this particular episode, and it will direct you to the video interviews for each one of them. The name of this episode is What Is Your Why? with guests Pretty Penny Films. For more information about Kim and Christina and Pretty Penny Films, please visit prettypennyfilms.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. Remembering your why. I've seen many movies, and I'm sure you have as well, of where you see this person who's a valedictorian of their school, and they have all these dreams in their speech of what they're going to do and how they're going to change the world. And in that movie, the next scene, you see them down and out or not fulfilling their dreams, and it's an interesting irony that happens. Now, of course, that's Hollywood, and that is simply a movie. However, when you reflect on your own life, is there some similarity to that? Perhaps when you were younger, you did have lots of dreams of what you wanted to do and how you wanted to perhaps not change the world, but you wanted to do something special for yourself or you wanted to do something that was very important to you. I remember when I was in high school, I wanted to be a geneticist and I wanted to cure cancer. At that time, that made sense for me and I was so excited. And then when I started university, I got a really large music scholarship. And in order to maintain that scholarship, I had to change my major. And so then I became a music major with a biology minor. And then as time went on, that changed to a double major of psychology and Spanish with a music minor. So obviously, I did not cure cancer. My whole point in saying all that is life happens. We all have so many wonderful ideas of things we want to do and how we want to help people and perhaps even change the world. But because circumstances happen and life changes us, unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. When you reflect on your life today, of course, there are always choices we can make to improve our life and goals that we can accomplish. So this lesson has no judgment at all as far as are you doing what you set out to do. But what I really want you to focus on is the conviction that you have in everything you do. When you look at your job right now, every morning when you go in, do you set your intentions of I'm going to be the most productive person today? I'm going to be the most successful person today. I'm going to be the kindest person today. When you can set your goals for every single thing you do, it creates a foundation of success. 
But as we know, life does happen. Situations do cause us to feel frustrated or unmotivated. But every day is a reset to help you remember that why. Why are you continually doing what you're doing? And if you find that you don't enjoy doing what you're doing, well, perhaps this is a wake-up call to say, well, if I don't enjoy it, then let me find something I do enjoy. Because the conviction and the motivation for why you do what you do creates the foundation for how you grow and develop. Unfortunately, we know that mediocrity can set in. That's something that happens all the time. So if you ever have the thoughts, I can't imagine doing this again, or this can't be my life, those types of thoughts, unfortunately, demonstrate mediocrity. Doesn't mean that you're mediocre. It simply means the situations you're in, or perhaps even your thoughts and some of your behaviors are not at the level that they could be. So when you set your intention every morning to be the healthiest version of you, that creates a foundation of how your thoughts and actions are going to play out. And throughout the day, as you continually remind yourself of that, you'll see that your thoughts start to change. Your emotions start to change. Your presentation to other people starts to change. That is a foundation for growth and development. So once again, we don't have to have those same thoughts when we were children of how we're going to change the world. But in everything you do today, it is important to create a mindset of how you are going to find your motivation. And as you find your motivation, it creates synergy. In other words, it allows for your energy to kind of rub off on other people. And as it rubs off on other people, that does start to change the people around you, which in some ways is still like changing the world. So today is a fresh day for you. Be mindful of what you're doing. If it's something you don't enjoy, then perhaps that's the foundation for looking at change in your life. When you find the motivation for why you're doing what you're doing, that helps you remember that you do have a purpose and a plan for your life. I have a wonderful interview today with Christina Namey and Kim Arya Peterson, who are both the co-founders of Pretty Penny Films. You're going to hear how they created this production company, their own backstories, as well as how they remembered their why and how it continually motivates them to change the landscape of production companies. Also, I was able to interview each one of them separately, so make sure you go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or if you're listening on a podcasting platform, simply click the more button and it will connect you with both videos of the interviews for each one of them. So stay tuned. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. I have the pleasure of introducing Kimberly Aria Peterson and Christina Namey, who are co-founders of Pretty Penny Films. In today's episode, you will hear how this female-owned production company was created and how it is a pioneer in sharing stories with diverse and underrepresented characters. Welcome to my show. Hello. Thank you. Hello. I am looking forward to this. My listeners may not know this, but Kimberly was on my show before. And if you want to hear her amazing interview, simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com and you can hear her show. Uh, I think, believe it was entitled Maintaining Your Individuality. Or you can simply go to James Miller Lifeology at Instagram and you can watch the whole video there. So I'm so looking forward to you two being on my show today. 
Yes. Now we're going to be talking about pretty, this is a tongue twister for me. So I'm going to say it again, (laughs) pretty penny films. So tell me more about that. How did that even come about? Um, so start, we both, Christina and I have both been in the corporate world working, Mm -hmm. um, Christina in, you want to tell him, Chris? Yeah. World of finance, um, slaving away. Uh Well, you worked for Fortune 500 companies. I saw that. Uh, I did. Yes. For one of the big four firms, almost 12 years. Wow. That's impressive. That's a huge change from doing all that. Both of you in the corporate world, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden owning a production company. That is, well, first off, how did you two even meet? So Chrissy and I go way back, Christina, sorry, I call her Chrissy. (laughs) Christina and I go way back. We were both born in Trinidad and Tobago and we went to the same secondary school, which is equivalent to, I think, middle school here. Uh We went to the same secondary school. So we've known each other since we were about 11. Yep. Oh, wow. Long time. Yeah. And And you're like 20 years old now. And now we're just... Exactly. (laughs) Not that long. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, I moved to New York to go to school. Christina moved to New York at some point, and then we became roommates. And um, there, there, the story unfolds, right? Yeah. So, so we were. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, we were both working in our corporate jobs and didn't actually know that the other was fairly um, unhappy Mm -hmm. or just unfulfilled in you know what we were doing. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so Kim had started doing a couple of creative things that she started to share with me. Um, you know, she's, she's done like dance and she started doing acting and, um, you know, I just tried to find the most creative thing that I could mm-hmm. do just, you know, in finance, which. Well, that's really probably manipulate the numbers. Uh, <laughs> no, no manipulation, but, um, <laughs> certainly building, you know, financial models you yeah, know, okay. that was creative and, um, uh, we're having brunch one day. And, you know, Kim started to tell me that she was working with a friend of hers in her production company. And, you know, they were going to go out and they were going to talk with investors. And then she started asking me these questions on ROI and investor returns. And I looked at her and I said, Kim, that's what I do. And from what you're telling me, that's exactly what I want to do. Oh my gosh. Um, That is amazing. Yeah. So that was like the spark that kind of, you know, went off and we were like, well, maybe I should help you guys out in yeah. this. Well, isn't it amazing how just a simple conversation like that, you're just having lunch yeah. and all of a sudden Kim says something. Next thing you know, what you've been looking for all of a sudden literally drops in your lap. Mm-hmm. And then here we are fast forward to today and you both have this wonderful production company. Yep. So the interesting thing is like, we've always been, we've always both been in the arts, but mm-hmm. kind of like one foot in one foot out. So one foot in the corporate life, one foot out and the other foot into the arts. And so yeah. this is the first time in our lives, I think we're fully committing to the pursuit of um, the business side of film industry and also the creative side of it as well. Christina yeah. does music and she sings. And Oh yeah, I read of that too. I yeah. can't wait to hear more about that because that's something, <laughs> something I do as well. But how does it feel for you both to go from the corporate world? Because you had people obviously paying your own, your own bills or making that money, but all of a sudden to take that plunge, just say, I'm going to do something for me, take all the years of experience I have, now use it for me. And whether it works or it doesn't, which it has, of course, how do you take that, just that experience and just live with it today? Well, right off the bat, it's terrifying. Isn't it? Uh, yeah, because you... I know how that feels. <laughs> yeah, and, and especially, you know, we were both professionals. We were both, uh-huh. um, you know, really growing in our careers and coming up the corporate ladders. And we both had these amazing trajectories in front of us. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, and, and to take the decision to walk away from stability yes. and 401ks and health insurance, you know, there, there are all these little things that mm-hmm. you don't really think about. Uh-huh. Um, but at some point you, you just had to weigh your personal happiness and fulfillment with mm-hmm security because that's yeah. really all it was yeah it, it is security. and it really helps you re-identify what does success mean for each person so for many people in the corporate world and i'm totally stereotyping here that can mean having a certain title or having a certain amount of money or driving a certain car whatever that may the external factors may be but when you take that time to really reflect for yourself success can mean multiple things i don't know if you know my background but about five or six years ago, I left my very successful practice up in the DC area and I came down here to sunny Florida and I was like, I want to do whatever it is I'm going to do. I don't know what, but I'm going to do something. And then it just slowly emerged. And now I have a huge national radio show. And so that's how it worked for me and moving towards television. But I, 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 I'm so, I love stories like this because I, I know how scary it is, especially when you're at night when there's no one there around and you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? Why did I give up? Like, oh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it can be very scary. (laughs) And then, so to make things, so it's even, it's even, it's even a little bit more interesting because we come from such, um, our cultural backgrounds, like our family is still in Trinidad. Christina's family Mm -hmm. is still in Trinidad. My family is still in Trinidad. And they see their children go away and go to school and get a secure job. So for them, (laughs) what the hell are you doing? What do we do wrong? (laughs) And, and, you know, there's there's a certain air of of pride that goes along with it. You know, my parents would, would say, oh, I have a daughter that works in you know, this big four firm, she's a financial consultant in New York and everyone in the Caribbean goes, wow, you know, and and now it's, well, I have a daughter. I have a a middle child. (laughs) um, But it is, it has been interesting. And also, um, Christina's in New York and, um, I'm in LA. So it's nice because we can straddle both of the mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. region yeah. yeah which is really good and it, it it's to our benefit as mm-hmm. well um and so that's been awesome but yeah it hasn't been easy but it's definitely been fulfilling 100 percent. and mm-hmm. what i think is um not having that stability has forced us to become so creative for our survival. Yes. <laughs> creative yes. in different ways. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can understand that. Right? So you're, you're, it's like there's no choice. There's no like um, blanket or whatever the mm-hmm. thing is holding you. You just have to just yeah. execute. Yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to focus on, because as you develop Pretty Penny Films, how did you decide the types of productions you wanted to invest in or develop? What was the paradigm for that? I'm so glad you asked this question because this is something that's very personal to mm. us. Um, and I'll, I'll sort of answer your question in a, a little bit of a story. Sure. So when Kim and I were first, you know, starting out and looking at what we wanted to do, um, you know, Kim was already fairly invested in acting classes. I had started dabbling in acting as well. And I was telling Kim that after my very first class, mm-hmm. um, our homework was to basically go and look at all the the TV shows, the films, you know, everything that's out there and find one character that if they were to fall sick tomorrow, you can get on that show and you can Mm, basically replace in an instant. Wow. And I struggled, really struggled to find. Now, again, you know, my type is a little different, Middle Eastern, um, you know, not very feminine forward. 
um, type character. And, and I, you know, I was, I was telling Kim that I, I was having such a hard time finding people that mm. looked like me, finding people that presented themselves the way that I did. And, and Kim started sharing with me that that is the reality of the, the Hollywood landscape. There are these very slim buckets that you almost have to fit into. And granted, it's, it's starting to change. We're mm-hmm. seeing some change. But by and large, if you don't fit into those little buckets, it's very, very difficult for you to get out there and to have success. Wow. Um, and so that was quite some time ago. And that really sort of hit us personally. Like, you know, we don't look like the typical Hollywood mm-hmm. you know, actors we need to do something about this. We need to create these opportunities, not just for ourselves, but for others. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if there's one, then there's going to be a million of other people. It's not just (laughs) our own personal life. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I think coupled with what she's saying is that, um, just really embracing our cultural backgrounds. Like we came to the U S and we embraced the U S, um, the American way. And, our Caribbean heritage is really rich and mm-hmm. it's really profound. And it's not just we're from Trinidad, like our parents are Middle Eastern. So we have the Middle Eastern. Oh, interesting. There yeah. Was, yeah. So there was a huge colonization of Middle Easterns in Trinidad as well as I East Indians and Blacks. And it's, it's mm-hmm. such a multi ethnic place mm-hmm. um, to just really hone into the culture a lot more. Um, is I, th- I think that's where we were kind of edging our way to and finding um, the pot of gold there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's almost like paying homage to our roots, mm-hmm. not, yeah. just, not just our Middle Eastern and multi-ethnic roots, but, but also there's just so much Caribbean talent. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the region itself is just brimming with so much potential um, mm-hmm. that we want to play our part in sort of bridging the gap and, yeah. and kind of bringing some, some spice and some flair to Hollywood. Yeah, I love I that. Know, like how you see, like, I don't know if you have seen like Narcos, the Queen of the South. Like, they oh, tend yeah, yeah. To, they tend to, um, they film in their homelands and then it, but it's palatable for all regions mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. intake and yeah. And identify. Yeah. 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 They can still identify with the stories and the characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know you have a TV drama coming up. Yeah. yeah, we're working on it. It's, uh, Can you one- tell us about it at all? So um, it, it is an LGBTQ oh, wonderful. drama. Yes, nice. it's, it's somewhat inspired by my own personal story. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I say my, but, you know, Kim went to school with me. Kim knows a lot about mm-hmm. the struggles that I went through. And I mm-hmm. shared with him, you know, a lot during that time. And um, my dad actually brought the idea to me. He's like, you know, why don't you, why don't you create a movie on, on your life? And at first I was like, <laughs> where did okay, that come from? <laughs> okay, if you insist. Um, you know, but I, I started talking with my dad about it and I brought the idea to Kim. Mm-hmm. And, and I, when I brought it to Kim, it was more so like, you know, my dad kind of yeah, yeah. brought up this thing and she jumped on it. She was like, Chris, Yes. Why not share your story? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't setting a story like that in a society like the Caribbean, where you know, ten years ago it 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 was not as progressive as it is today. Mm -hmm. 
there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of hurt. Yeah. There's, but, but there's, there's so much there um, to share, you know, and in the States, maybe the, the, the pace is a little bit different, mm -hmm. but you know, there are other countries around the world that sure. can still identify with, um, you know, what's going on there. And, mm -hmm. um, so we thought, Hey, you know, why mm -hmm. not turn this into a bit of a TV series yeah. and really delve into some of the issues and struggles that folks might be, um, dealing with. Cause I think even regardless of what the culture is, family systems, all have perceptions of the family roles that each person should play. Yeah. So regardless of the cultural, the culture in which one is raised, which is obviously very specific for you, but everybody can relate to some character that's in there. And so exactly. I, I think it's a wonderful thing, especially in today's society where people are, are given the ability to be them and to embrace 100% of who they are, the beauty of who they are, the diversity of who they are. So I, I, I can't wait to, to have this. In fact, CD, you don't even know this, but I want you on my show. I want to hear your story. Oh so my God. you are going to be, <laughs> yes. So uh, when, we go off, when, when we go off air here, I will definitely talk with you and I'll have you be on my show. Awesome. I'd love that. So yeah, I can't wait to hear more about that. And it's a good one. Yeah, I can't wait. So with everybody <laughs> listening now, so you have um, actors, TV producers, all these people, just people just watching TV. How would they get to know more about Pretty, Pretty Penny Films? How would, they, how would they understand more about you guys? Um, they can definitely check out the website and our Instagram and our Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, it's at Pretty Penny Films. Uh, they can reach out to us, email info mm -hmm. at prettypennyfilms.com yeah, okay. <laughs> and we're happy to like tell them yeah. more about what we're doing um we post a lot on social media mm -hmm. so yeah what about people who want to work with you perhaps i'm sure there's a lots of people <laughs> now who have their own um you know pitch decks or ideas for for shows how would yeah. they be able to connect with you to really say you know what i love your mission i love your story i want to be a part of that yeah, they can just email us. We're, we're extremely responsive. We've had a yeah. few people, we've had actually a lot of people reach out um, and we definitely get back to everyone. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, uh, connect everyone. We do. We've, okay. we've had so many conversations, whether it's across our IG, um, whether it's across email, as Kim says, you mm -hmm. know, we engage with everyone. Um, if you see our vision and you align with our vision, you know, let's talk because yeah what we're tackling is is fairly big there is mm -hmm. quite a bit of bias in hollywood and the more folks and the more momentum that we can build you know we're happy to connect and, you know hearing you say that it, it makes me just ask the question as well as how do you maintain your own stamina your own focus and vision as you see that there may be some bias in hollywood to be able to say regardless this is what we're going to do how do you keep maintain that motivation oh um so I was talking to Christina about this. So I was going on this exploration during quarantine time of figuring out, I've been in the acting for what, 10 plus years now. So why am I doing this? Like, mm -hmm. what is the why of why I'm doing this? Because as easy it is to ex gain success, this might be it, right? This might mm -hmm. be the best of where we reach in life. And, that, and I have to be okay with that because my why and my foundation is really strong. Yeah. It's not for the glitz. Of course, I would love success, but my personal, um, my personal reason, my convictions, convictions of why mm -hmm. I'm doing this has to be really grounded in something that is earnest and is, that is honest and that is real and that is altruistic in some form. And um, kind of 
locking into that when things are really hard Mm -hmm. really helps me be like, all right, if this is it, if this is the best I get, I'm so damn happy with myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So really discovering and digging out like the why of it, because of course, like we want to be successful. We want to be seen. There's a mm-hmm. level of validation, but what's underneath that mm-hmm. and getting to that really helps. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, one day you're in, one day you're out one day, everyone right. loves exactly. you the next day you're not. So if there's no foundation there. Yeah. And you don't know how this industry is going to work, right? There, it, it, you can be here or you can be down. <laughs> like you yeah. just don't know. It's really unpredictable. Yeah. And so I it think really it's is. really important of, um, understanding why you're doing this and mm-hmm. being okay with exactly where yeah. you are in this progression. And that, that your value comes from within your, mm-hmm. your the value is not bestowed from outside. It, it yes. really is, you know, so the way that we see ourselves, the way that, you know, we see our work and the importance of what we're doing, that's because it aligns with our core for mm-hmm. what we believe in, why mm-hmm. we're doing this. You know, I, I think um, you, you learn very quickly and I think our corporate training helps mm-hmm. us with having just really thick skin. You know, you can get shredded. I have been shredded (laughs) by partners and coming up in my career by senior managers and managers, you know, for making the most minute, you know, mistake in a spreadsheet, Um, you know, and it teaches you not only to have thick skin, Mm -hmm. but it also teaches you to come back to why am I doing this? You know, what is the value of what I'm doing? And again, that value just forces you to go inward and say, this is my mantra. This is yes. my why. Yes. You know? I love that. You know, really just kind of, you know, thinking about this overall, when it boils down to it is just like we said before, your metric of success. If you're focused on the external factors, you, that will only last for so long. You will find that you're always burnt out. You'll find that you're, you're just not happy at all. So I love right. here, not only as individually, how you both create this, this, the, the why and the conviction for why you do it, but also then how it translates to the world around you. Yep. It's a constant thing. It's not like you yeah. discover it once and you're like, yeah. yay, I'm <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lifestyle. You really have yeah. to be mindful of that. Yeah. How yeah. I feel today has to be able, I have to be able to maintain that. And if I can't mm-hmm. maintain it, then I probably need to rethink what I'm doing. Yeah. And you know, that's also the strength of having a partnership. Mm-hmm. You know, when I have my down days, Kim is the first person that I call. Oh, I love and that. she is my number one encourager, you know? Um, and likewise, when, you know, she'll call me and she'll say, Chrissy, I don't know. And I'll say, hold on, Kim, we've yeah. got this. Let's I love keep that. Like I right now, like real life situation, James, I have my family saying the industry's down because mm-hmm. it is like SAG isn't really they're they, They're not covering insurance sure. for COVID. So the industry's down. So my family's saying, well, maybe it's time to go back into corporate world, like see what's out there. And that's like a struggle that I'm facing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I just left. <laughs> <laughs> there was this, there's this quote that I heard or that I read that says, let me see, I'm totally going to butcher it. She who gives up halfway through the race went the same distance she would have gone had she finished. Mm. And yeah. so it's, wow. yeah, and that, it's gorgeous because when you really stop and think about it, it's like, why would I go back? I yeah. do everything I just did when I put so much time and energy into this. Yeah. And usually when you push a little bit further and a mm-hmm. little bit further, then pretty soon you're like, whoa, I'm on the other side of that. Yeah. Right. And so it really that. is just, it's growing pains. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it is. You yeah, know, and, and really you never is. really fully reach the summit of whatever mountain you're climbing. Yeah. I hope we don't because 
you know, the point of life is to live and to learn. Exactly. Um, but I don't it, even know where the summit is. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> where <hysterical>. is it? <laughs> I've really, really enjoyed this conversation. And I can't wait for, of course, for you, Christina, to be on my show again. Thank but you. thank you both so much. So thank Christina, Naomi, uh, Kim, Ari, Peterson, thank you both so much. One more time, if my listeners want to find more information about you and more about Pretty Penny Films, where will they find all that information online? prettypennyfilms.com. Check us out on our Instagram at prettypennyfilms, on Facebook at prettypennyfilms, and our email info at prettypennyfilms.com. Awesome. Thank you both so much. I really appreciate all your time. Thank you. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.